didn't cook for me, so why should I cook for you? But I brought it. I mean, it wasn't for you, but I brought it. <laughs> you brought it because you're a fat ass. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Not just a little it's, bit. Okay, you are a fat how do you, ass. How do you say gan- Oh, you're so mean to me. <laughs> um, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's ganoshi? Ganache? Ganache? I think you said it right the first time when you came I into forgot. the house. The I ganache. forgot. I think it's ganache. Um, and then I put... Um, <laughs> My TikTok was open. <laughs> and then I put... Um, sauce mm-hmm. and cheese i think laura said it to me before and i forgot we shall see gnocchi yeah oh oh we were so wait were we so wrong what that's how you spell it right yeah gnocchi gnocchi damn gnocchi. i was so, <laughs> we were so wrong, wrong. gnocchi gnocchi that's what gnocchi. i said we, we were saying it's ganache no- <laughs> yeah it's gnocchi gnocchi Gnocchi. Gnocchi. What the hell? Okay, well, there shouldn't be a G there. It's not gonna... Ooh, I hate those words. It's Italian. Oh, that's why. I took two years of Italian. (laughs) (laughs) What? Mm. It's just potato. No, gnocchi. Yeah, isn't that how you make... No, it's no. There's other ways. There's like to make pasta, it? like a pot, like how you make the pasta, but like this is like made up potatoes. Yeah, I I remember how to make the the. I don't remember how to make I got it, a very but I good, know I've made. I it. got a very good grade in uh, cooking class. In I love cooking, so I, I always got a good grade. Yeah, me too. Me too, actually. I mean, I kind of sucked at baking. I still do, but like I was good at cooking. <laughs> I, I'm, Just because I'm, I'm a chef. Sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, fried chicken with uh, jjangnam. What's that? It's a type of ramen. Oh. It's like a. Did you make it or did you? No, I bought it from the pack because okay. I saw them. They brought a whole bunch of new ones to Walmart that I really wanted to try. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, hmm, I can't have all of them. Let me try this one. Because <laughs> it's like black bean paste and stuff. Oh my god, it tastes, mm. it tastes good. It I tastes want really some. Good. Uh, it, it was a pack of four. I'll give you a pack. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> Got our whole... Welcome back, back to, to our shared, shared brain cell. Um, <coughs> two minutes of talking about my pasta. Food. <laughs> <laughs> Food and my pasta. As per usual. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Listen. Listen, Linda, Listen. I'm listening. I am excited for my case. It's a short one. It's pretty short, but it's good. Mine's kind of long. Okay, that's perfect. No, that's <laughs> we fine. always find a way to balance I know. it out. <laughs> but mine, I dug deep for this one. What I'm telling you, I dug deep. I looked at even death records. Bro. Oh, that's damn. how deep I went into it. Some research. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. Um, I got a picture for you at the end. I will show you. You probably forgot at this point. I realized the case that I was doing was also covered by Rotten Mango. <laughs> oh, my God. I literally didn't re- I was, like, looking it up, and I was like, okay, let's see if I can find some podcasts to listen to on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I went on Spotify, and I was like, oh, oh. I listened to this already. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know it. I mean, like, I was like, oh, I know about this case. So That's man, okay. I, I, I probably but forgot you probably, about it's, it. It's, like, it's, like, way, not way back, but it's, it's like, like, an, one an of the, older one that she posted. I yeah. probably forgot about it. Um, That's why I'm really glad you don't listen to the same paranormal podcast that I do. That way I can t- 
take some from there and you won't even know. Wait, so is yours a murder case or is it a paranormal Paranormal. <gasps> okay, so guys, we have one paranormal case and one murder case for you guys today. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm excited. <clears throat> I like I like your paranormal cases because I don't listen to a lot of paranormal. I only listen to murder <laughs> murder podcasts, like yeah. true crime. I never listen to like like a creepy creepy like stuff. yeah. I love that except stuff. I've only ever listened to like creepy Japanese urban legends the mm-hmm. podcast. Like there's like two of them that I listen to. Yeah, that's it. So I was while I was doing this one, I was thinking I was like, you know what? I might just start doing like more things like because i was wa- uh, watching i was listening to um and that's why we drink and they like an older one it was a i start listening from the very first one that they pro- put out mm-hmm. and there was one that she did one of them did the very first like the actual exorcist where the exorcist movie came from and i was like i should start doing stuff like that i might do that one maybe next week or maybe the week after at some point at some point i'll do it but i think i should start doing stuff like that i think maybe i think that'll be fun i'll stick to my true crime podcast (laughs) i mean i'll stick to my murder gruesome murder cases here's a gruesome problem i always find the really bad one you do oh god this one's actually i mean mine's not that gruesome today okay it's not too bad i mean actually you know what, actually, it kind of is. It, 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 it always is, is. It always is a little I bit. always come expecting to want to throw up afterwards, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm expecting you to be like, bleh. As per Projectile usual. vomiting. Yeah, as per usual, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> Before I start, let me just cut this out real quick. Well, yeah. I won't cut it out, but I'm just going to add this in here. <clears throat> I was watching, while I was eating, <clears throat> I was watching Twin Paranormal again, right? Mm-hmm. And, oh my god. <laughs> There was one where they're in this in this house, like I think it's a hotel, mm-hmm. where people have told them to go check it out because they've seen like a man in a bowler hat walk around one of the rooms and then a little girl appear too. Was so, it the Winchester Manor? No. Oh, okay. I don't know what it's called. Let me see if it. I probably still have it open because I never close my apps. Um. Da, da, da. I think Morbid covered it. Comstock Lodge. Oh, okay, I don't know what that is. But, um, they were doing it, and they had the, the spirit box, right? And mm-hmm. they had the spirit box, and you know how, um, they, the Xbox has, like, the connect thing, where you can see, like, yeah, like the, the connect person? Yeah. So they had a camera like that, that mm-hmm. has that, so that they can see if they can find something there with them. Mm-hmm. And they were looking through, and they see a figure in the corner Ugh. right and they had the thing on and they're like oh is that you hi is that you and it goes hide oh hide <laughs> so, oh not hi. hide no it said hidden hidden oh, not hidden. hide it said hidden and then it said terrify terrified and then you saw the figure through the like connect thing go under the bed Ugh. and they were like oh it just ran under the bed I literally oh was eating, and my I, I forget pr- what my mom said, but my mom said something to me, and I was like, uh-huh, and then that happened, I went, Ugh! and she was like, what happened? I was like, oh, no, I'm good, I'm okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, like, freaked her out. <laughs> Stop being weird around your parents, I Amanda. can't <laughs> help it. Giving this poor woman a heart attack. Okay, enough of her spieling. Anyways. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All so right. So, Amanda's gonna talk about her first paranormal case. I always go first. They, they know this. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have today Waverly Hills Sanitarium. Sanitarium. Wave- Waverly Sanitarium. Hills? Yes. Like the Waverly Place. Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. I miss that show. Me too. Anyways. We need a remake. We don't need a remake of iCarly. We need a remake of them. <laughs> I heard the iCarly was good, though. I... They are funny. So, I've seen, like, Shut up, you're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I just don't like it, because iCarly was meant for children, and they made this one really oh, yeah, this one's towards adult-y, for adult, yeah. and it's just, like, I don't like it. It's my opinion. But, my opinion's Whatever. irrelevant, so who cares? <laughs> Shut up! Okay. Continue. <clears throat> Can I start? I haven't yeah, even... I <laughs> there's no continuing. I, I haven't started. Okay. Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Are you ready? Yeah! Okay. <laughs> Feel your chewing is the fat ass oh, over yeah. here. I'm, I'm, in, I'm trying to leave away. <laughs> Are you trying to... Oh, I thought you were scratching yourself with the pet. I was no, like, I was what is leaning she away doing? From, I was leaning away from the thing. I'm loud anyways, but go. You're always loud. Anyway. <laughs> Whew. Okay. Waverly Hills Sanatorium was originally a tuberculosis sanatorium located in Louisville, Kentucky. Kentucky? We're in Kentucky, everyone. Stop. What? Kentucky Yours isn't Kentucky. No, 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 it's not or, Kentucky. Or it. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, <laughs> is it who I think it is? Oh, my God, don't tell me. Wait. <laughs> I'm, I just got really excited. Okay. Let me take a breath. That was funny. <sighs> My chest is killing me. So, yeah. Die. Waverly Hills is known worldwide as one of the most haunted locations in the world. They, uh, no. Uh, you know what? They say that about a every lot. haunted <laughs> For location. For real. I'm be honest with <laughs> it started operating in October 17th of 1926. Damn. This is an older one. Damn. <laughs> It was one of the largest and advanced tuberculosis sanatoriums in the world. Today, the Waverly Hills Historical Society operates tours and annual haunted houses as well as holiday laser shows in order to raise funds for the restoration of the building. So they're still open. It's no, you know, just not as a house a hospital like it's yeah. <laughs> meant to be. Um in the early 1900s, the warm, wet weather in Kentucky was the perfect breeding grounds for tuberculosis. Oh, yeah. So we're getting into the, the, the history here. <clears throat> tuberculosis is an airborne bacterial disease that eats away at a patient's lung tissue and causes about 25% of all deaths in... Oh, caused. My bad. <laughs> and <Causes>. caused... <laughs> And caused about 25% of all deaths in the United States by the end of the 1800s. So it was a really big issue back then. It's basically corona. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, everything was like corona for them back then because they they had literally nothing to do anything about anything. For real. Uh, Waverly Hills Sanatorium went from a two-story wooden structure to a five-story facility in order to treat the increased number of patients. It's a big-ass facility. Oh, you just wait. <laughs> Thus, originally, a two-story wooden structure built to house about 50 patients, but by October of 1926, 
the hospital had ex- expanded to a 400 bed capacity. Da- da- Damn. <laughs> that is not no 50 patients. That's yeah. like. That's how bad it got. That's a lot. And I, I like. Oh, my phone. Looking at. <laughs> it got tingly. Looking at the pictures, it is a big building. It's huge. Uh, da, 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 da. Did you see the earlier buildings of it? Like, the smaller version? Not the smaller version. Mm. I got hiccups. I want to find um, it to compare it to the big one. I'll probably show it to you at the end. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> because of how contagious the disease was, extreme quarantine measures were required for all patients and staff, resulting in Waverly Hills functioning as an island onto itself. So they had to, like, completely isolate the whole sanatorium. Oh, like, yeah. Oh. The facility produced its own food, raised animals, and ran a functioning post office. They really were keeping this contaminated. Yeah. It also featured a 500-foot-long tunnel. $5. (laughs) $5 foot long. Yimmy, yimmy, yimmy. (laughs) <laughs> I hate you. I heard foot long and I was like. <laughs> it also featured a 500 long tunnel <laughs> that spanned for the first floor of the building to the bottom of the hill. It's like. That's a. That, yeah. Here, supplies would be brought in from the bottom and from the top was eventually used to remove the countless bodies of deceased patients discreetly. Oh. Oh. So, they would bring in supplies, like, from the bottom for the actual building, and then from the very top floor, Mm -hmm. they would just kind of dunk bodies. (laughs) It seems very inconvenient for top story, though. Usually that's done at the bottom story, but, you know, whatever, you know. Um, before the developments of the vaccine, treatments for d- tuberculosis, I, almost, I don't know why I'm stuttering, treatments for tuberculosis uh, were barbaric. Mm. Are you ready to look here? Yeah. <laughs> Phys- uh, physicians often prescribed rest, fresh air, and sunlight, which were often carried out in all seasons, including the depths of winter. My man's really, they're really <laughs> They are so funny. And I this. have a picture of them. They Would you like so to see the, well, what guess. they did? Yeah, I guess. In order to carry that out, <clears throat> they had to do this. They would put beds on top of the roof for people <gasps> to just chill up there. That's really close to the edge. Oh my. Like, y'all couldn't have moved that to the center? That's really, really close to the edge. Yeah. That's a lot of work, though. They put it right did on they the roof. elevators back then? I don't think so. How did they get all those beds up there? <laughs> no clue. Um. <laughs> no clue, ma'am. <clears throat> Other. Oh, sorry, to visualize, mm. it's um, a bunch of beds with patients in them um, up on a flat roof, and um, the beds are very, very close to the edge of the corner of the building. <laughs> yeah. Lim- it's like it's super scary. close. Oh, God. Like, if someone accidentally bumps into it, you could fall over. And they had wheels at the bottom. And they had wheels at the bottom. If someone forgot to put the brakes (laughs) on and just bumps, you're gone. Oh, well, there goes Jerry. I always have to give him a name. Poor Jerry. Poor Jerry. And he was getting a little too sick anyways. (laughs) He was going to go soon. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Poor Jerry. Oh god. R.I.P. Jerry. Okay. <clears throat> Other approaches were. Are you about to sneeze? No, I was yawning. <laughs> Am I boring you? No, no, no. I'm gonna beat you. No. <laughs> Other approaches were more brutal. Patients had their lungs surgically oh. rest- <laughs> restricted, which means they were partially removed. <clears throat> Or collapsed in order to let the organ, quote unquote, rest. What? What the? F- what are you talking about? <laughs> they would just you just kill open people. you up. No. Cut your organ so it could like rest, rest a little bit. So it could rest. And then they would try to put it back on, and if you died, you died. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> I know those things where it's just like, oh, you know, they used to compri- uh, prescribe people, <laughs> um, you know, if they had they were sick, they'd be like, oh, you know, just like. Take some cocaine and drink some whiskey and you'll be fine. That's basically what it sounds like. I saw I saw this video that was making fun of, like, stuff back then. And they were like... It was a person comes into the doctor's office with a headache. Yeah. And he goes, oh, hello, you have a headache? Okay, well, the prescription for that is I'm going to have to remove it. And they're like, remove what? Remove what? Remove your head. That's <laughs> And then somebody else comes in and they're like... Oh hey, what's wrong with you? My my, my leg, it's it's it hurts. It's all black. I I, I think they're gonna have to amputate. He goes, no, just say it's some aspirin. You'll be okay. <laughs> that's, no, that's literally how. The, uh, <laughs> like I know, I I get it. It was the nineteen twenties, whatever. They were stupid, but like, y'all didn't. Oh, it gets worse. But like, y'all didn't think to think like, <laughs> like how are you gonna have an organ rest? No, oh, this it gets not, worse. This is not a machine. This is a full-time... <clears throat> I don't understand. Doctors also removed ribs and muscle tissue to alleviate pressure and create more room for the damaged lungs. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? They just... That make... little snip snip. They just were like... Just make remo- a little room. They were just removing freaking bones? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. To wait, to make room for the damaged lung. The lungs that they damaged? <laughs> no, tuberculosis oh. damages your lungs. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, was it gonna was it gonna expand? Well, if they're damaged, they're a bit like inflamed oh, and stuff like that. But so ribs? they would remove ribs and but some ribs? tissue just to make some room. Where's the lungs? Isn't it right here? Your lungs are like both in your chest, like near your lungs a little. I mean, near your lungs. Your lungs are near your lungs. <laughs> They're, like, near your ribs a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought they were, like... They're, like, from your from your chest to your ribs. They're pretty big. Damn. Oh, yeah, I've seen videos of, like, them, like, going, <laughs> like, breathing in and out. I was like, <laughs> I hate those I videos. I don't like that. Okay. It's happening currently in our bodies right now. <laughs> well, mine are having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> yours are, I mean, yours have a little... A little chlorine. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> With the introduction of the vaccine... Case numbers plummeted, and in 1961, the sanatorium was officially closed. Well, yeah. So from 1920 to 1961. Damn. Yeah. I I saw the. It was like, open for that long. Yeah. I saw the death records for all of that, like <gasps> from 1920. Did you write down how many people died? No, it was a lot. A lot of people died. They they lost count. They're like, you know what? <laughs> I like no. Let's not put I any lo- past a hundred. Um, <laughs> let's not put a number past a hundred. It was it was really weird, and I'll get into it a little bit. Um, like they showed you the names, their ages, 
what they died of and it something else been, i forget it should have been tuberculosis oh and the location of where they are buried some of the like most of them maybe 98 percent, were tuberculosis then it was like one was asthma the other one was um some m word there i don't know what it was, it was jerry weird. falling off the roof <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it was yeah it was crazy it's weird <clears throat> going to a hospital for something specifically and dying because of like because something, something else. else like the asthma it's i have asthma <laughs> well they probably mistook it for tuberculosis somehow. i think it was a younger person oh because they um what i do remember was the youngest person like the youngest person that was there was a month old and the oldest was 52 oh okay so but the month old wasn't the one who died of asthma yeah i think they died of younger version of tuberculosis oh okay. poor baby poor baby <clears throat> countless stories emerged of shadow people and ghostly children i wonder why i really wonder why <laughs> many reported unexplained slamming doors and sightings of a mysterious man in white drifting throughout the corridors a man in white that's weird it's usually always like a woman in white. A woman in white. But there are so man. many stories of women in white. I know, right? Like a lot. But <laughs> I think, because um, I did put, I'm almost done, and uh, for like two or three of my last bullets, it's mm-hmm. like actual reports, like they're word for word what people have oh, said. Okay. And one of them talks about like a man with like a white light behind him, so that's what I'm thinking. An angel. <laughs> I mean... I don't think so. <laughs> um, okay. I have a fun fact for you. Oh, God. I hate your fun facts. Do you know? I think you said the last time, too, and I was like, what is it? Do you know who Zach Baggins is? No. You don't know who that is? No. He has a show called Ghost Adventures. <gasps> the Ghost Adventures dude? Yeah. I don't know his name. Zach Baggins. So, in 2010, Zach Baggins and Aaron Goodwitch, Goodwin, I can't talk, um, of the show Ghost Adventures... Yeah. Captured EVP recordings and video evidence of a shadowy figure emerging from one of the rooms. Oh. It's <laughs> gross. That was my fun fact for you. Mm. Oh, did, um... Paranormal Twins? What's it? What's it called? <laughs> Paranormal Twins. Someone's calling my mother. Oh. That's her watch. If you Ooh. hear a vibration in the back, that's my mom's watch. It's, Someone's calling her. It's us about to die. <laughs> um, did they go there yet at all? I don't think so. I kind of wish they would. I love my babies. I'm so obsessed I with them. Okay. <clears throat> Others had run-ins with one of the most active ghosts. His name is Timmy. Timmy. I hate the name Timmy. <laughs> He's a I spe- got beef with Timmy's. <laughs> Why? Because of my game Genshin. <laughs> There's a little boy on a, on a on a on a bridge named Timmy who like always yells at me about scaring away his birds. So I ended up like I end up like <laughs> killing his bird. I kill his birds a bunch. And he's like, why would you do that? I'm like, fuck what? you, Timmy. Uh, <laughs> I hate Timmy. Timmy. I hate Timmy. Okay, well, Timmy is a spectral boy who roams the hallways and likes to play ball. I like this Timmy. I'm just saying I hate the Timmy and Genshin. <laughs> no, no, no hate to this Timmy. Here's a... Oh, sorry, I, like, kicked okay. you. <clears throat> you. scratched me with your talons. <laughs> okay, my knees are ashy. <laughs> okay. Lighting a match. <laughs> Here's another side note, fun fact, whatever yeah. you want to call it, <clears throat> that I could find. There were no records of a uh, Timmy oh. in the death records or anything. 
maybe it's like a middle name or something because some of them had like last name first name and then like a t so maybe mm-hmm. it's but i could not find a timmy at That's all weird well you know what that that probably is the case it might just be or maybe a nickname like if like some like one of them was like named thomas or I, something it could like i thought that too but i was like is timmy a nickname for thomas that you can make a nickname out of anything richard i Dick. saw a lot of that's the nickname for Richard. For real? Yes. So how did they how did they oh. get that to that? That's what I'm saying. So you can make literally make a nickname out of anything. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so I couldn't find any record of him. That's fine. Um according to local legend, one of the runes, room five oh two, is said that a head nurse of room five oh two was found hanging from a light fixture. Oh. <laughs> This was believed to be a suicide triggered by a depression over an unwanted pregnancy. It was not that serious, this girl. <laughs> Let me tell yeah. It was really not that serious. <laughs> now, this room is more infamous because it's that was not the only death there. In that room? Yeah. Oh. Another nurse who also worked in room 502 mm-hmm. jumped off the roof to her death. Well, I wonder why. It was very easy to get off that roof. There was no <laughs> barriers anywhere. Oh, but yeah. Oh, that's sad. Though. Wait, well, but she didn't die in 502. Yeah, but, but she's... Yeah, speculations of the room. Um, so, another thing to freak you out a little bit. Uh, no suicides were ever documented. What do you mean? In the death records that I looked at, there are no suicides in there. It's because they're trying to cover it up. That's what I thought. That's what I think. That's what's there true. no... None of them were suicide. Places try to cover up things a lot. Like, yeah. something will happen. They'll be like, oh, it was like an accidental death. No, it was a suicide. Yeah. You just don't want to say suicide in your records. And a lot of things weren't documented back then as well. Like, it like it, it wasn't like technology. <coughs> I mean, sorry. You, you, even with technology, you can't like document some yeah. things. But like, I mean, you don't like, you have to manually put it in. There were about like three years in between like 1920 and 1961. That were just blank. Like, nobody died those years. The, a, so. a lot of people died those years. They <laughs> just like, didn't write it down. They just, so after like three fishy. or so years, they're like, oh shit, were we writing that down? <laughs> they lost were we? Oh shit. <laughs> we burned the patient files already. So oh man. Oh god. Alrighty. I am finishing up, so here are some encounters reported. Mm, okay. Okay. <clears throat> now, these are like word for word, so they're gonna be in like first person and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> my team made a trek through the dark first level hallway. I was holding up near with a shadowy figure walking next to me. I assumed this was my teammate, Doug. In what little I could make out, he was built like Doug anyway. We had our flash... Doug built different. <laughs> <laughs> we had our flashlights off. Hold on, I lost my... I lost my phone. <laughs> Where was I? You just, you just got it. We had our flashlights off. So our eyes could adjust to the dark. <clears throat> we were silent listening. Someone tripped in the group in front of me, and I heard Doug up there laughing and making a comment. I switched my light on, and no one was beside me. <laughs> no. No. Tell me how creepy that no, is. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> The tunnel, whoa, that came out so weird. Sorry, my the accent is ki- it's like kicking out. Yeah, <laughs> she girl, wants to come back relax. out. 
Um, the tunnel through the hill from the hospital to the road below was originally the entrance and exit for workers. It also served to deliver supplies. It eventually graduated into the body chute. Quote unquote. Body chute. That's hate what that. it was called. <laughs> I hate that. Where the diseased were transported after passing in the hospital. Uh, standing at the top, even a flashlight beam would not reach the bottom of the tunnel. While shooting a single beam of light to the bottom, it, sound- it suddenly stopped upon something solid. And that something was making its way up the tunnel toward us. We could see the vague white outlines of a form. We watched it grow closer until it disappeared. With the laser beam then shooting down into the darkness. So that's what I was telling you about the man. So. Uh, No, thank you. It was like crawling... It was, like, it was like walking. Like it, you can walk. Oh, okay. Sorry. In it. It's a big enough tunnel I that you can walk. Crawling, sorry. But ew, crawling is worse. No, that's what I was. What I was is going on? I was imagining worse. I was like, Bleh. no. Ew! All I could think of was the ducky ducky that you were talking no, about. Ew! That was your fault. I closed my eyes. Sorry. What? Anyway, man is about to start crying. I'm like freaking out, dude. <clears throat> last one. Can I get through this last yeah, bullet in peace? Yeah. <laughs> On the fourth floor. <laughs> I can't. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out too a little bit. <laughs> On the fourth floor terrace, I was alone and watching a dark shadow following me from within the inner hallway. It was playing hide and seek, and it would, on occasion, peek a dark head around the door frames. <laughs> oh, I hate that. That was a very realistic. Bleh, my bad. <laughs> Wait, that's it. Oh, I hate that so that's much. I, I don't mess with. I don't mess with head peeking. Just pick up. No. Oh my god. You know, I accidentally said that to Lorna when I was telling her about what you. Was that you? When you were like being like, oh my god, like I saw like uh, the one lady like standing behind you, like in when we were oh when we yeah. were doing the, the and I told her and, and I accidentally huh? said I was like I was like oh like peek and I like made the motion and she was like stop 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 <laughs> she was like oh, too. no but uh, like she gets really freaked out and I was like oh I feel so bad. I felt so bad I was like I'm sorry I didn't mean I didn't mean to actually like jerk my head <laughs> I know I, felt, I was like I'm sorry I felt so bad mm-hmm. and it was I don't mess with uh, things peeking I do not I, I have like watched it. so many videos. As- <laughs> Sorry. You <laughs> so, yeah. I have watched so many videos as a kid that traumatized me of like things like peeking around like the I'm ready. Wow, yours is so spooky, Amanda. I'm back. Oh, I hated it. Back with my spooky. Wanna... Spooky spooky. Okay, so okay. wow me. Wow so me. this is my case that Amanda has definitely heard and she's gonna recognize I'm in a second. I'm excited. I know. I it's heard a... KFC and I'm excited. <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, so this is the case of Dennis Nelson. I don't know if you remember the names because you're slow. I don't think I do. <laughs> you know this case. You just okay, don't remember okay, the names. Okay, okay, okay. okay so, you said I'm slow. <laughs> so Rotten Mango covered this one and her title... You know what? I'm not going to tell you the title because then you okay. might remember. Okay, anyway, so um, this is the case of Dennis Nelson who was a Scottish serial killer. It didn't happen in Scotland. It just he was just Scottish. He just happened to be Scottish. So, Dennis Nelson was born on November twenty third of nineteen forty five in Fraserburg, Scotland. 
His parents, Olav and Betty, were both in a miserable marriage, so Dennis wasn't very close with them. Why are you laughing? That's such a How Scottish can... name. Olav. <laughs> it's not Olaf. It's Olav with a V. Olav. That's such a Scottish name. I, I saw and Betty. I was like, <coughs> Olav. Betty's and such Betty. a white girl name. I know. Her name was Olaf. Betty Smith too. <laughs> <laughs> was it Betty Smith? I'm pretty sure it was Betty Smith. That's funny. Okay. That's funny. Sorry about that. Continue. Stupid. <laughs> So he wasn't very close to his parents because um, they were miserable together, which made it miserable for him. Mood. <laughs> always miserable. <laughs> so he, however, was very close to his grandfather, Andrew. Okay. Um, at the age of four, Dennis's father, who was a drunk, walked out on him, leaving Dennis and his family to go live with his grandparents. I put in the UK, but I don't really know if they went to the UK. Probably. <laughs> it, 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 this is based in the UK, but... I don't know if they were in the UK. Whatever. Just, Anyways. That just went to I get just, milk, okay? He just, <laughs> he just went to get milk. Yeah, he went to go get milk. Yeah, okay. For, like, the rest of his life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Dennis's mother wasn't very affectionate and was very cold and distant, distant to Dennis, so he found comfort with his grandparents. Aww. Mostly his grandfather. He was not, you know, close with his grandma. But, you know. His grandfather became his role model and, and stood as a fatherly figure to him in his life. Dennis recalled these few years, the best childhood years of his life. Aww. Him and his grandfather were inseparable. His grandfather was a fisherman, so he told Dennis many stories about life at sea. And Dennis always looked forward to his stories. <laughs> he would, like, take him out and walk around, like, walk on the beach, like, the shore of the beach. And, like, you know, tell him the stories and stuff. And it was cute. That sounds good. Unfortunately. I can't really. <laughs> Unfortunately, two years later, when Dennis was six years old... Dennis's grandfather, Andrew, unexpectedly died from a heart attack on Halloween day. He was found drifting at sea in his fishing boat when he passed. Like, it sounds really sad when, like, I, but, like, he wasn't, like, like, lost at sea. He was just, like, yeah. Yeah, like, they, yeah. He was sad. You're gonna, you're probably. It went away. (laughs) (laughs) I was a girl? I was gonna sneeze and I felt it, like, right here. Sorry if you hear me sniffling a lot. I... I have a stuffy nose. Me too. I was cleaning all. <laughs> so my nose was a little effed up. Continue. Uh, Dennis's mother broke the news to him in a very harsh way. Ma'am? I don't know if she was crying, but he walked in from, I don't know what he was doing, but he walked into the room and he was like, hey mom. And her mom, his mom was like, I think she was crying. And she was like, hey. <laughs> so she was like, do you want to go see your grandfather? And he was like, oh. And he was like, yeah. So <laughs> so then he was like, yeah, of course I want to go see Grandpa. So then, um, so when Dennis said yes, she took him to the kitchen where Dennis's grandfather was laid in the open casket on a table, dead. <laughs> he was so embalmed. He was gone. You remember this part. one? That's so Do you remember that part? Up. Do you remember the rest of this? That or do you remember that part? You're going to remember a few more, but. I don't remember anything else, but that is... That I is, remember, remember that, that because part. it was so Yeah, it stuff. was so mis- I Oh, my God. <laughs> imagine. Imagine, you, like, the... I don't know who... Want to see her grandpa? Want to go see grandpa? Yeah, of course. At least... Go into the kitchen and he's embalmed. He's dead. <laughs> he did, dude. He's gone. Oh, my God. And just, you know, in an open casket. Oh, that's so messed up. It's... It, I don't... I, 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 is this her dad? I don't I don't remember <clears throat> if this is her father or her husband. Uh, it's her daughter. I mean, her wow. <laughs> it's her father. Um, because why would she go to her ex-husband who left her grandparents? 
You never know. You're right. But this was actually, this is her father. Because I think that's why she was crying. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Dennis never forgot this moment in his life. <laughs> it was something he would remember for the rest of his life in great detail. Poor kid needs therapy. But he needed therapy. You know, you know what? If he got therapy, this a lot of this probably would have been avoided. Nothing else would have happened. Like, that would have been That would have been it. This was the first time in his life that Dennis has ever ex- was ever exposed to death. And some say it's what started his fascination with death in the per- in the first place. Um, so all the pasta, all the podcasts that I've listened to, pasta, pasta. I just ate <laughs> pasta. I'm thinking about pasta right now. All of them state like, oh, like this was like, like he. All of them really went into like how like kids don't really know what death is. Like they kind of like they associate it with like something else. Like like oh, he's just gone for a while. But like mm-hmm. this, like he like had to realize or that like. With- God and he's an yeah. angel or something. Yeah, so at this point he had to realize that, oh, Grandpa's not coming back. He's gone. So he was, you know. <laughs> uh, after his grandfather's death, he was never able to find someone he could have a healthy, close relationship relationship to. Um, in any way. Like, he literally just could not form it's relationships. It's so hard to hate these people. <laughs> you know. When their I, childhoods you know, are like no, this no, bad. No, 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 no. Once they're older, I'm allowed to hate them. No, no, yeah. No, but and like, uh, oh, who says it? I think it's Morbid and Stephanie Sue. I think they're just like, we can sympathize for the child, mm-hmm. not the murderous adult. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Agreed. That's literally, that's literally, like, obviously you feel bad. And if this was, if this was just a normal dude that didn't kill people... We would be like, oh, that's, like, really sad. Yeah, but no, he just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out to be a shitty person, so. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Dennis's mother later later remarried and had four more children, which left her little time to spend with Dennis, and they weren't, they already weren't close to begin with. Um, so it just kind of drifted them a little more, so he was just kind of there. I could imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was very attentive with um, his other siblings, though. He had an older brother and a younger sister. That's not favoritism. It is literally favoritism. And, like, I don't know why. She just... Were they with different... With no, different no, this brother, was the same dad. No, same so... Dad. Yeah, so the older brother and the little sister was with the dad that left. Mm. Olav. <laughs> <laughs> and then the four children was with um, the... Another... Uh, the other husband. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I was gonna say maybe because they're because he's from the father. No, no, left, from before, like mind. before the four children. Um, the two were Already like the older kids. sister and the little sister were favorited, and he was like the middle kid that like was forgotten. <laughs> Which you know what I've seen on TikTok it happens a lot. Apparently. Yeah, same. I'm not a middle kid. I'm the last kid, so I'm not a middle kid. I'm you're, the youngest, just, and there's only two of us. And there's so. yeah, so it's like. Anyways, if you count the dogs, I'm the middle kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Growing up, Dennis made very few friends, as you can imagine, and he was often bullied in school. Many. He was a very, like, uh, yeah, like, he was bullied. He was, like, a, he was one of those, like, I don't know if he was lanky. I'm imagining him, like, a lanky, like, awkward, like, nerd kid. Me? Yeah. You're Except you're short. Me. Except ah. you're short. <laughs> She's crying right now. Um, Dennis was, all, was not close to his oldest brother because his brother constantly bullied him. Um, but he was, however, close with his little sister. He was oh. pretty close to his sister. What? Oh, God. <laughs> Why do you look at me like that? Dennis was confused with himself. Um, he was attracted to males and was frustrated because he knew no other boy had attractions to men like he did. So he was gay, but he, like... He didn't know. He about didn't it. know. He was like, he was like, I never really had attraction to women, but like, I know everyone else does. So like, I'm, I don't know what to do with it myself. Confusion. Yeah. Yeah. So he was frustrated. So in his mind, he convinced 
somehow in his mind, he convinced himself that he only liked boys because of how much he loved his younger sister. Oh, no. And he must only like boys who look like his sister. Oh, no. Don't tell me. So he ended up molesting his younger sister, (laughs) which solved nothing, and he had the same attraction to other boys. That's why you looked at me. That's why I looked at you when you you said, aw, yeah, no. Um, I was gonna say, because before you gave me that look, I was gonna say, oh, at least he had somebody. No. He did have someone, and then he ruined it. He ruined it. Poor little girl. Yeah. We sympathize with her. Yeah, no, she didn't do anything. Poor girl. Poor little girl. Uh, Her name was Sylvia. Poor Poor Sylvia. Sylvia. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I didn't write it down, but I remembered it. <laughs> um, so yeah, he did that, and then he realized he was like, "Oh, this I guess you nothing. know, this does nothing." Like I just kind of, yeah. So, throughout high school, he never attempted to have. Bleh. Throughout high school, he never attempted to have any sexual encounters with other men, though he once stated that he was molested by an older boy once, and described the encounter as not unpleasant. Oh, so. <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> it was really oh weird. <laughs> this is a weird dude. That's like saying I'm not happy about it, but it wasn't that not, bad. It was that's no, that's literally basically. <laughs> but I'm not what he angry. Said. But he said not unpleasant. Ugh. So Dennis um wanted to join the British Army. This was um in high school. Um Don't I believe he it. was like sixteen <laughs> when he was able to so he did join the, the army. Oh, uh after high school he became a he became a cook. Serving as a butcher for the army catering corpse. So he wasn't like an army dude, I guess. He was like, he was a cook. He was was cook. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was, uh, he was a butcher. There he would learn his skills that he would later use to butcher his victims. So thanks for that. Uh, Uh, Military life for him was the happiest time in his life, he claimed. Um, yeah. (laughs) So, so, uh, in the army, um. He had to appeal. He never revealed that he was gay to his other peer, peers, obviously, because it's like 19... Yeah, back then, if yeah. you were gay in the army, you're kicked out. You're done. You're done. Yeah. You're done. Um. So, you know, he hit it, you know, a very... He, he hit it pretty well. Um. When he wanted to have his, like, little alone time, he would have to go, like, to the bathroom. So he was, like, very strict with, like, taking showers because he was like, okay, this is my alone time. Like, no this one can be... This is my time. This is my time. <laughs> Same, bro. Um, <laughs> at some point, like, they would go to a bunch of, uh, places where men have sex with prostitutes. Uh, brothels? Brothels, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God you remembered. Um, they went to a bunch of brothels, and he was always like, oh, no, like, guys, like, I have to do some other stuff. And they were like, we're in the army, what do you have to do that we're not doing? <laughs> we're in the same We're port. in the same, <laughs> bro, we're in the same place. Like, he would, like, a lot, of, like, most of the time he would, like, decline and be like, no, I have to, like, do, you know. Um, but sometimes... I left the chicken in the I oven. I the chicken in the oven. I have to go vacuum uh, the dirt. So, <laughs> the dirt. Um, but, you know, sometimes he tried to appeal to them so that they wouldn't catch on, like, oh, maybe it's because he's gay. Mm. So he would go, so, like, they'd be like, oh, like, uh, like, okay, whatever. And he'd be like, you know what, never mind, like, let's go. So he would go with them, um, where he did have sex with a few women's. A few women. A few women. <laughs> and he always, he described the uh, sexual encounters with women as, like, average. Like, he was like, he said he said it was overrated. <laughs> I was like, sir? What an a-hole. What an a- I mean, what, you know, he doesn't like girls. <laughs> he don't need to. It was all right. He like, imagine was- he's with the girls still. They finish. He's like, 
Yeah, he's all right. right. And then she just walks out. <laughs> she's like, oh. <laughs> That's pretty much, yeah. Oh, my God. Um... Yeah, but he's it. It was like he adapted very well to the arm to the military life. Um, he moved around a bit, like mm-hmm. to other places, of course, like where he was a cook, where he was like he ended up okay. being a cook. <laughs> <laughs> um, he left the army in 1972 and ended up becoming a police officer. Um, he ended up later retiring from that very quickly. It he. There was like a bunch of details. I didn't really care. <laughs> There's a bunch of details about his jobs, and I'm like, I don't care. He was like a police officer or something. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> not important. Got yeah, it. he was. He's, he's not that important. So, um, in the early 1970s, he began visiting gay clubs and having sexual relationships with a lot of gay men. He came um, out. Okay. He he did end up coming out. Um, he didn't talk to his family at this point very much. He was very like. He didn't really talk to them. So they he didn't, didn't really like his family anyway. Well, yeah. So, so exactly. So he, he didn't he he didn't really, you know, keep him in touch with them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um so he came out, you know, he went to the city and he, you know, he came out. Um he was still not happy though because he wanted a long-term relationship. Aww. He wasn't searching for he little He wanted to pick a fence. What? He wanted to pick a fence. He wanted to pick... he did. He w- he wasn't searching for like these one-night stands. Like he really wanted Aww. to like settle down with people. Why are you saying all? <laughs> Oh, at this point, he, he, he hasn't I mean, murdered anyone yet. Well, he molested his sister, so. Yeah. That's not. That's not. <laughs> I'm taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did have one, I mean, he had three long-term relationships, but he did have one long-term relationship with a man named David Galichan. Galichan. I'm calling him David. <laughs> David G. <laughs> his name is David G. <laughs> Um, this was a very, this was the longest long-term relationship that he's had. They first met in a pub and Dennis brought him home, uh, where, I don't think they slept together. I think they, like, he literally just brought him home because I think he was too drunk or something. Um, and they first met in a pub and Dennis brought him home where David started telling him that he was pretty much homeless and jumping from place to place. So he wasn't being like, oh, like, I want a place to stay. Like, he was just like, yeah, like, I don't really have anywhere to go. Like, I'm just going to kind of, you know, like, float around. Yeah, stay here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it was weird because Dennis decided to ask him if he wanted to move in with him. Right there on the spot, uh, which he did. David was. I mean, David literally. He was hesitant at first because he like looked around the apartment and he was like, "Cause um, Dennis was living in a color? Dennis was living in like a pretty small like apartment. Yeah. So David like looked around. and He was like, "Um, is you good? Are Are you sure like, we can both live in here? Yeah. And David was like, "No, no, no. Like we'll go to we'll go to an apartment together." David said that. De- I'm confusing Dennis. myself. So David looked around and was like, "Uh, your apartment's kind of small." And then Dennis was like. Well, we'll just get an apartment together. This is really quick. <laughs> it was weird. Really quick. Uh-uh. The two got an apartment together, which lasted two years. Oh, wow. The relationship lasted two it's years. Longer than any of my relationships, I'll tell you that. That's so funny. That sucks for you. Anyways, <laughs> during those two years, Dennis- Someone date me. <laughs> not from the- This is a true murder- This is a true crime podcast, Miss Girl. So, this ain't no dating podcast. Says who? Let me plug myself in. <laughs> Shut, up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> During those two years, Dennis claimed that they Dennis claimed that they never gave themselves the official title of boyfriends, um, but only were seeing each other and occasionally sleeping together. So they yeah, like they were they were they like, were oh, amiguitos. They were amigos. They literally were like, yeah, like we're kind of like they ended up like 
not seeing anyone else at all. So they became, like, exclusive. But, like, they didn't, like, tell each other they were boyfriends or something. And apparently they didn't really sleep together that much. It was, like, rarely, like, you know, like... If, Drunk you know, night. Yeah, like, stuff like that. Which is weird, but whatever. <laughs> you do you, boo-boo. <laughs> you do you, bestie. <laughs> um... Dennis insisted that David stayed home while Dennis went out and worked. Uh, Dennis liked being the moneymaker of the relationship and also liked having the financial hold against David. Oh, poor David. So how was he going to leave if he has no money? That's yeah. literally what Dennis was thinking. That's what he was trying to do. No, he was trying. To, no, he did. He did for like for a while. Yeah. So at the end of the relationship, the two ended up disliking each other and David ended up moving out of the apartment, leaving with another man oh. and leaving Dennis alone. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. The mistress. The mistress. <laughs> but they were technically. At, yeah. Like at, during the end, like they like ended up like both of them were like bringing like people home, like to spite the other one. It was weird. So the, <laughs> then, De- then yeah. David was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a peace out. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave, actually. And Dennis was like, what? <laughs> so he, Dennis ended up becoming, this was like during and before whatever. He ended up becoming an alcoholic, just like his father was. Oh. Using alcohol as a way to escape from the lonely, loneliness he felt. Aw. Yo, daddy son. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so we are, you know, this is not long. We are going to get into the murders, murders now. Murder. Red rum. Red rum. <laughs> Dennis committed his first murder on December 30th, 1978. 14-year-old Stephen Holmes was trying to buy alcohol from a pub in North London, and Dennis invited him to his ho- home to drink. 14-year-old. Um, oh, 14-year-old. Yes, 14-year-old. That's why I was trying to... Sorry, I got distracted because my mama texted me. Oh, do you want to... <laughs> You're good. Okay. Continue. Um, so Dennis, Dennis invited him to his house to drink, even though he's a 14 year old. I don't, I don't know. Uh, the two drank all night. And when it came time f- the next morning for Stefan to leave, Dennis wasn't very happy about it. Um, he didn't want Stefan to leave just like, you know, all the other one at stands. He's yeah. start, he was starting to get fed up basically. Yeah. So he strangled him with a tie and then drowned him in a bucket of water, killing him. Sir? So he wasn't going to leave. He didn't leave. <laughs> God, that sounded creepy. It's, it's terrible. That, no, this how, is... How like, you said it was creepy. Yeah, I know. You're welcome. I, I. <laughs> so Dennis washed his corpse. So it was clean. Like, like put it in the tub and washed it. Yeah. Um, and put him on the bed. And in that moment, he said that he found the corpse to be beautiful. He oh. attempted to have sex oh, with the corpse. God. But he couldn't. So he ended up sleeping next to the corpse. So he didn't do anything to the corpse, but he he tried tried. to. And he was like, you know, I'm I'm okay. So then he was like, I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. So he hid the corpse under his floorboards for seven months, then later removed it and burned the remains in in his back garden, where most of his victims ended up being buried. Or at least parts of them did. What? What are you going to say like that? I put it in specifically for you. (laughs) I hate you. His next murder was on December 3rd, 1979. His victim was Canadian tourist Kenneth... Damn. <laughs> Kenneth Akendon. O- I'm so sorry, <laughs> Kenneth. Uh, the two met at a pub, at a pub, and Kenneth ended up at Dennis's house at some point. They were, you know, going around. They were doing some, like, sightseeing Ooh. at some point, drinking, mm-hmm. and then, you know, 
ended up back at Dennis's house, unfortunately. This is why you don't drink, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the moral of the story, don't drink. Um, Dennis again didn't want... Dennis again didn't want Kenneth to leave, and he ended up strangling him to death with an electrical cable. Just like he did with the first victim, he washed the corpse and slept, slept with it in his bed. Uh, he took photos of the corpse and did end up having sex with it before hiding it under his floorboard. <laughs> he frequently would remove the corpse from under the floorboards to talk with it, talking to Kenneth's dead corpse as if he was still alive. That I remember. That you remember. Yeah, he was like... See, what I tell you, like, snippets, yeah, I remember. He was like... He'd come home from work being like, Hey, hey honey, Kenneth, I'm home. You will not believe the day I had. And Kenneth was like, what? <laughs> Rest in peace, Kenneth. Why'd you go to that face? It's like, I think I just ran over your dog. What'd it look like? Um. <laughs> I never want to know what you're talking you about. Know, that was, no, but it's oh funny. I'll try to find okay. it. His next murder was on May 13th, 1980. Martin. Yeah. Martin Duffett. Nope. Martin Duffy <laughs> was a homeless 16-year-old and Dennis invited him home. Um, don't know where he found him. He just, I don't know. <laughs> Probably at a pub. Mm -hmm. Like his first murder, he strangled and drowned Martin. Uh, he washed him and then laid him on the bed where he did stuff, did Ugh. stuff over the corpse. Ew. I didn't feel like saying it. That's fine. You can use your imagination, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Martin was shoved in a wardrobe for two weeks before being shoved underneath the floorboards with Kenneth, his second victim. Um, Kenneth is I still down there. Oh my god! Yeah, Kenneth is still Kenneth. yeah. Kenneth is still chilling down there. Oh god! He had a buddy now though. Oh, ma'am. Um, so his next murder was Billy Sutherland, who was twenty seven years old. Ron uh, Billy. Ron <laughs> Billy. They, Oh, I wrote David instead of Dennis. Oh, <laughs> Dennis strangled him and stored his corpse in his apartment as well. Another murder was of 24-year-old Malcolm Barlow, who was an orphan with a learning disability. He, too, was strangled to death and was shoved underneath the kitchen sink. Mm -hmm. By 1981, Nilsson had killed 12 men in the apartment. Um, so he ended up, he, he killed 12 men in his apartment. Four, or not four, but these were, uh... Around, like, four of them were identified, um, but he mostly targeted, he wasn't, like, specifically targeting, but, like, he conveniently was around a lot of homeless people that didn't have anyone yeah. to, like, look for them, so this is why only four of them were identified, or so, Yikes. like, four or so. Yeah. So most of them are That's sad. not, yeah. Which is sad. This is just, like, Albert Fish that identified, that, like, went after the little black kids because the police because wouldn't go after would them. Care, yeah. yeah. It's messed up. It's very messed up. Mm. His I hate people. I hate people. His <laughs> apartment was becoming too crowded with dead corpses, and his neighbors his neighbors complained of the smell because you know, keeping dead corpses in your house, you know, some flies you know go around everywhere. Ron Mago went into great detail about like the the yeah. it's, ugh, I'm not. I hate that. Uh, so he eventually had to get rid of some of the bodies, and he started to dismember them. He dismembered them on the kitchen stone floor with a large kitchen knife. Uh, he would boil the skulls to remove the flesh. He would put organs in plastic bags so that they were easy to dispose of. And he stuffed, he stuffed torsos into suitcases, which he would throw in the bonfires. You know, 
Ew, your face. <laughs> She's like, Ugh. It's not that gruesome, Amanda. <laughs> so he would, bury the, he would bury the dismembered limbs in the garden and would burn the rest of the bodies in the bonfire he made in his backyard. Um, which, for some reason, did not raise any suspicion from his neighbors. Yeah, like... Uh, everyone was, like... Ron Mango was, like, no one really questioned him about it. Like, I guess you could just, like, do bonfires and, like, it'd be... He'd, like, leave some of the bonfires up for, like, a day. Yeah. Like, it... Like... Uh, my man... I don't know. Sure. It's fine. <laughs> don't put my house in danger. Yeah, literally. That's fine. After the bonfires went out, he would crush up all of the remaining bone fragments with the rock and stuff to, you know, make sure that nothing, you know... Even though he buried pieces in his yard he's stupid um, gross is what he is yeah <clears throat> in 1982 dennis decided that he should try and stop murdering people <laughs> and move to another apartment building it's living on the top floor oh this is literally what he did he was like maybe he's like i should, should he's like i should stop i think so he was like trying to like find ways for him to stop like mm-hmm. so he moved to an apartment with the top he lived at the top floor there was no real convenient place to hide bodies, however, which he was, since he was on the top floor and he didn't have any floorboards where he could shove bodies mm-hmm. under, or gardens where he could bury bodies. So, you know, it was a little inconvenient for him. <clears throat> Despite this, he still couldn't resist his urges, and from 1982 and 1983, he murdered three more people. Yikes. The three victims were identified as John Howlett, Archibald Graham Allen, and Stephen Sinclair. 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 Where have I heard that? It's probably this. (laughs) He found a way to dispose of the bodies, of course. Which I will tell you about right now. Is it the KFC? No, it's not the KFC. (laughs) Because I'm like, when is the KFC coming in? The KFC is like a very... The KFC is is something that he says. (laughs) It's not even like... KFC isn't really involved at all, actually. It's just something he says. You got excited over KFC. I know you did. I'm sorry. (laughs) He found a way to dispose of the bodies, of course. Um, he boiled the heads, feet, and hands of the three victims. He cut up the bodies into small pieces that he could flush down the toilet. Ew! <gasps> I think I remember yeah. this. Yeah! <laughs> you better remember it. This quickly became a problem, however, because the drains ended up getting clogged. Dennis even wrote a letter to the landlord complaining that his toilet wasn't flushing well. He is a freaking idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> he, so he, in school he was smart because, you know, he, I, I don't know. Yeah, he was smart as, as hell. Mm-hmm. He's stupid. <laughs> Dumb as hell. <laughs> oh my god. A tenant called a drain specialist to investigate what was happening with the draining pipes. And the specialist told them to call plumbing so that they could do a deeper search on the pipes. Because he was mm-hmm. like, oh, this isn't meant for me. Like, this is y'all problem. I'm almost done. <laughs> this is a you problem. This is y'all problem. I'm almost done. You're good. Two plumbers came and ended up discovering piles of rotting human remains. They didn't, they didn't know what it was at the time. They thought it was KFC. <laughs> <laughs> they called their boss because they weren't sure what to do and decided to leave the remains there until tomorrow where they could investigate more because it was already too dark out to do anything. So they were like, uh, it's already getting dark. Like, we should just pack up for tonight and come in the morning. Yeah. <clears throat> While the plumbers were there... The rest of the tenants came down to observe and complain about the drains because they were like, Same. you know, like, um, my drains aren't draining either. Like, my toilet is overflowing. Like, y'all got to do something about this. They were complaining. And Dennis was there as well. Just a thought. I don't <clears throat> think the plumbing is meant for flesh. Just a thought. I don't think so. You know I what? So. I, I mean, I would assume people I would know, but. I think that's bad for your plumbing. I don't. Yeah, he didn't realize. <laughs> 
Dennis knew. They need a warning label. They need a, yeah, <laughs> I think so. On the, on the back of the toilet. Oh, my God. Dennis knew the remains that he flushed down the toilet was discovered, and every one of the tenants recalled him saying, Looked like someone's flushing their KFC down the toilet. <laughs> That's why I said KFC, stupid. You were so excited about it the whole time. Because I, I, <clears throat> I, I thought it was, um... The guy who owned all those KFCs. <gasps> that, no, that's, 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 is that Ed Gein? No, not Ed Gein. No. no, 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 it's, um. It's a famous guy, but I forget his name. Oh, I hate you. It's not Ed Gein. It's I know who exactly you're talking about. It that's was the, the clown dude. It was the dude that ended up being a clown. <gasps> oh, horrible true crime. <laughs> true crimer person. I literally just saw an it's episode of Ed Supernatural Gein. where he pops up. It's not Ed Gein. It's Pogo the Clown, but. Yeah, it's Pogo the Clown. I forget his real name. It's gonna bother me. Well, we'll let y'all know in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all probably already know before us. You're probably gonna be screaming at their phones like, uh, it's this dude. Oh, Sorry, y'all. Um, <clears throat> so he said that, and people were like, okay. I'm trying to look it up. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, clearly he was trying to plant a little seed in everyone's mind to derail from the fact that it was human flesh. John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy! That's, yeah, literally. I was like, <laughs> ooh, I'm so mad because I know who it is. Oh. Anyways, it was John Gwen Gacy. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I thought you were doing. Yeah, no, well, you know that that I understand why. <laughs> Later that night, when everyone was gone, Dennis went down and scooped up the remaining flesh and bones that was discovered, trying to rid of the evidence. <laughs> the, next, uh, <laughs> the next morning, when the plumbers came back, they noticed the flesh was gone and became suspicious. They were like, "Um, what's going on here?" <laughs> so where'd the KFC go? Where'd the KFC go? <laughs> So they started going through the rest of the pipes in the building and found a pipe that was on the side of the building coming from the top floors of the apartment. That pipe seemed pretty backed up too, so when the plumbers reached in to try to take out whatever was blocking the pipe, they ended up pulling out a giant mound of human flesh. Not mound. A giant chunk of human flesh. Yeah, yeah, ew. Uh, it was definitely human flesh, they thought. Like, they literally, like, okay, like, this literally this has to be human. human. Um, and they called the police. Uh, the police came and they took the flesh. Set, I hate. I don't know. I keep typing flesh so much. Um, they send it over to get analyzed. <clears throat> um, the piece that they sent over happened to be like a part of the neck flesh area, so Ew. it was confirmed to be human flesh. And the people were also like, "By the way, this person was strangled." Just so y'all know. And the police were like, "We literally sent you like a pound of flesh. How do you know that?" And they're like, "You happened to send the neck of it, and you can see like <laughs> the hand." Not the hand, but, like, no, they were... Uh, the ligature marks. They, Yeah, the ligature... That's the word. I couldn't think of it. The ligature marks. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally... smart word so smart. That's literally the word. And the police were like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I guess we gotta go do our job. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> it was confirmed to be human, and the police had to talk to all the tenants that lived on the top floor. Unfortunately for Dennis, he was actually the only tenant on the top oh. floor. <laughs> So the police came knocking at his door about the human flesh in the drains. They literally, like, walked up. That is so funny. They knocked and they were like, hey, we gotta talk about some human remains that were found in the drain. Um, it was found in your pipe. And he was like, oh, really? That's crazy. You see about that. He was literally like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Don't come in here. You Don't come in here, though. a little bit. <laughs> Dennis was calm, even jokingly saying, since when are the police interested in blocked drains? Because he was like, uh, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> he let them into the apartment, where the police were immediately hit with the stench of rotting flesh. Uh, it's a very distinct. I told you, don't go a, in. It's, it's a stack. very distinct smell. You literally can't miss it. <laughs> after, 
I mean, I'd never I'm, smelled I, it. I, no, same. no, but like you, <laughs> I've, I feel like if I did smell it, I'd be like, yeah, that's definitely yep. what it is. Mm-hmm. After talking with the police for a little bit, like they were like, literally like, okay, like we know you did something. Where's the body? Because we know you did something. <laughs> Where's the body? Sir, mm, I have sir. <laughs> sir, I have 15. <laughs> Dennis and, uh, uh, after talking with the police for a little while, Dennis, Dennis ended up confessing to his crime, telling the police they would find oh. two bags of human remains in his closet. Oh, he's so gross. He was arrested. He was very calm during all. He was like, yeah, you know what? You're right, guys. I don't know I what's did worse. I don't... The person who, like, refuses to talk or the person that's like... Yeah, so I, I don't know why he you. literally gave it up. He literally gave it up so quickly. I mean, he was caught. What is he gonna say? Like I know, but the like, minute they walk in and smell that, they're gonna be like, but still, human more pe- more people would be like, that's not me. That's not. This is my house. This is not my house. I don't live here. <laughs> oh, I got scared. <laughs> he was arrested, and during the drive to the police station, the police spoke to him some more because they were trying to get some more out of him. Um. They originally thought, like, oh, like, he murdered... So- this was a, a crime of passion, you know. This wasn't, like, a... Murder, you, murder. You know, it, it, the dude just, like, killed someone and, you know, stuffed, you know, the human flesh. and the, You know, it, it happened one time. It was just one time. Um, He's like, correction? Um, during, the, during the police <laughs> car drive, uh, this is where they discovered that it was not just one person, de- one person Dennis murdered, but 15 people... The police were shocked when they were when they found when they found out about this because they he was literally telling them uh, they were not realizing that they had a serial killer on their hands. They weren't even looking for a serial killer. It wasn't know, on like... the list for today. They literally were like, oh, <laughs> this is out of my Georgia. This station. is this is um. So he wasn't actually restrained. Oh yeah. Yeah. So once they found out, like I guess there was like a police officer in the back with him, which is like weird, but this was you know. And they're like, oh. police officer. So like, I, don't, I guess he didn't have handcuffs on him. So he ended up just like holding his hands. Like he like went and like held Dennis's like hands together mm-hmm. in like a way to restrain him, even though he wasn't like really resisting. But he was just like, let me just hold your hands real quick. And he was just, he's like, let me just, yeah. So the entire car ride that ended up happening. They were holding hands. They the were holding car hands. <laughs> Dennis confessed and told the police in great detail, great detail of all his crimes. Uh, he even went as far as to showing them where he did everything, like where the, they ended up having to go back to his old apartment and mm-hmm. being like, oh, this is the garden. Like when they, when <laughs> Look they, at my collection of when they dug up the garden, they found like bone fragments, fragments of things. Cause you know, he buried limbs in there. Ew. Yeah. And he showed them, you know, oh, the floorboards Ugh. and stuff. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Just imagining having to I open believe they, up he, those floorboards. I don't know what he did with the photos, but I'm assuming if he had them, he would have showed them too. Because um, he took photos that's of... That's also very photos. Yeah, he took photos of Kenneth. Remember? Poor Kenneth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the judge sentenced Dennis Nilsson to life in prison without parole, and he was kept in full Sutton Prison, Yorkshire. Dennis had a few victims who he did let go, or they escaped. Um, one being Carl Carl Stodder. So Carl Stodder, they met in the pub because this is where he met everyone. Um, he met him in a pub and he brought him home because um, Carl was too drunk or something like that. And don't get drunk, kids. don't get drunk, kids. <laughs> and Dennis was like, "Yeah, you can stay. Like, just come, like, sleep over." And so Dennis gave Carl like a, a sleeping bag and he was like, "Oh, just sleep in this for tonight. You know, you can leave tomorrow." And and Carl was like, "Okay, okay." Um, and then Carl remembered Dennis saying him, saying to him before they went to bed, he was like, by the way, like the zipper gets stuck 
like just so you know the zipper gets stuck so like be careful like not to get stuck in there and he was like yeah yeah okay he got stuck in there (laughs) he he, the rest of this was very blurry to him because he was like in and out of consciousness he remembers being strangled at some like he like woke up and was getting strangled and his first thought was like oh the zipper got stuck and mm-hmm. Dennis is trying to help me out, like, get out of the oh, thing. Oh, God. So that was his first thought when he first, like, woke up. He was like, like, what's going on? Because he didn't know what was happening. So he was getting strangled. And then, um, at some point, his, he, like, it, like he, like, knocked, no, at some point he knocked out. And then he came back to when he was getting his head dunked in, dunked in water. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, like, could feel it. And he was like, what? And he was, like, going, like, stop, like, like, stop. Because he didn't mm-hmm. know what was happening. Yeah. Um, and then the next point he, like, woke up, he was, like, sitting on a chair and Dennis was there and he was like, um, Dennis was like, Oh, like trying to explain to him what happened. And he was like, he was like, he was like, he started nursing him back to health. And like during, he nursed him back to health for three days. Um, Dennis did think he was actually dead. Um, but once, once, um, Carl like woke up like sitting, he was like, what? Dennis was like, Oh shoot. Like he didn't, he didn't (laughs) die and he didn't kill him. He just like, kept him alive and he yeah. nursed him back to health so once uh carl was like able to like kind of like you Register. know re- re- regain consciousness <laughs> yeah um dennis was like oh um you, like you 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 got stuck in in the in the sleeping, sleeping bag. bag with the zipper um and you were like suffocating so i was trying to you know help you out um and then i had to like put water in your water face. on your face because you know like i had, was trying to wake you up and i've been nursing you back to health these past three days like you're you're okay now and carl was like yeah, I guess. No, so then he thanks. like he like dropped Carl off in like the middle of like somewhere and was like, "Okay, Come bye." <laughs> he was literally he was like he was like, "Okay, bye." Oh god. And then, so Carl like has this he like suppressed this memory like deeply like he did not remember it. He ended up reading something that was like like something like gruesome or something, mm-hmm. and like like years later, and then his mind clicked and was like, "Oh my god!" Like I almost why died. do I have this memory of like me almost dying with like a sleeping bag? Blah 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 blah. Um, and his family took him to, like, a therapist or something, which the therapist ended up making him think he was crazy, being like, oh, this is just your mind making up stories in your head. I don't understand how that happened, but literally the therapist was like, oh, it's not true. It's just fake stories your mind's making up. So for years, he thought he was, like, crazy. Um, and then once this happened, he ended up going to his trial. Poor baby. And he was like, oh, this wasn't a story. This literally happened to me. Yeah. Um... So that's, that's Carl Stodder. That's one of them. Stutter. Stutter. (laughs) Stutter. So, no, sorry. So Dennis Nilsson died on May 12th of 2018 due to complications with a stomach surgery. Um, so he was sentenced life to prison, life in prison Mm -hmm. with the possibility of parole in like 25 years. Uh, but he died. (laughs) What? I don't understand why they get the possibility of parole like they killed so many people i don't know leave um, their asses in yeah. there uh, okay so yeah that is the story of dennis nelson the scottish murderer that sucked that sucked um I hated all of that what's her um rotten mango named him as um the british jeffrey dahmer because ah! yeah there it is um because jeffrey dahmer did also shove like flesh in the toilet and like flushed it which like was like yeah Ick. okay well i hated all that i hate all that thanks for listening guys you always great. have to make it so bad <laughs> <I know. laughs> all right 
thank you for listening. This has been our, our shared, shared brain, brain cell. cell. All right, Kiki, tell the people where to go. All right, I'm going to tell you right now. Us. Oh, I'll tell you right now. Follow us on all of our socials. We have Instagram at our shared brain cell pod, all lowercase. Twitter at our shared brain cell. Uh, Twitter <laughs> at our underscore brain cell. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Overcast at all at our shared brain cell. Yeah, this was a good episode. I ate some pasta, listened to some spooky uh, Jerry falling off the roof stories. <laughs> Jerry. Um, and then, you know, my KFC. KFC. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, we'll guys. see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.